And a good afternoon. Welcome to Saskatchewan Agriculture Today. Coming up, Public Safety Minister Ralph Goodale says the canola dispute with China is a top issue for Ottawa. The official 620 CKRM farm weather is brought to you by Raymore, Yorkton and Watrous, New Holland. Working hard to keep more jingle in your jeans. And brought to you by Shepherd Realty in Regina, specializing in farm and ranch real estate in Saskatchewan. Call Harry Shepherd at 352-1866. The 620 CKRM farm weather forecast for today, mainly cloudy, wind northwest 40, gusting to 60. The high, 6 degrees. Tonight, a 30% chance of flurries, the low, minus 7. Tomorrow, mainly sunny, high plus 5, the low, minus 4. Friday, sunny, the high plus 4, the low, minus 7. Saturday, sunny, with a high plus 8, the low, minus 5. Sunday, sunny, the high plus 4, the low, minus 6. Monday, sunny, the high plus 5, the low, minus 6. Tuesday, sunny skies, the high near plus 5. The normal high is 5, the normal low, minus 8. The sun rose at 647 this morning. It sets at 721 tonight. And the hot spot in the Saskatchewan Grain Belt, well, the whole province, I should say, is Moose Jaw at plus 7 degrees. The cold spot is up north, Collins Bay, minus 9. On the roundup, Estevan, plus 4. Saskatoon, plus 3. Swift Current, plus 5. Weyburn, 4. Yorkton is 6. In Regina, with cloudy skies, it's 6 degrees. That's 43 Fahrenheit. Winds are from the north, northwest to 25, gusting to 39. Humidity 67%, the barometer rising 101.7. Cloudy in Moose Jaw 7, winds are from the north, northwest to 26. Once again, Regina, cloudy in 6, that's 43 Fahrenheit. Back in a moment. Agri News is brought to you by McDougall Auctioneers Ag Division. Forget the rest, sell with the best online at McDougallAuction.com. And Technotill Seeding System, packing where it counts. See the difference at Technotill on Facebook or on Technotill.com. The Canadian government is working on resolving a serious canola trade dispute with China. China has blocked canola shipments from Regina-based Viterra only a month after removing the export permit for Winnipeg-based Business Richardson International. Public Safety Minister Ralph Goodale told reporters in Regina yesterday the dispute is a key issue for the federal government. This is the top uh, trade priority for the government of Canada. This and the steel tariffs uh, with the with the United States, uh, they're they're two totally separate issues. But uh, in this particular one, uh, uh, with both Richardsons and uh, and now Viterra, uh, the uh, the Chinese have made a complaint that uh, there is something. Uh, contaminating the uh, the shipments. Uh, we do not believe that is true. We have asked for any evidence that they can put forward that uh, that there is any contamination, there's any technical problem uh, with the with the quality or the standards. Uh, no evidence has been produced. Uh, we uh, we believe uh, that on technical and scientific grounds uh, involving uh, uh, the grain inspection system as well as the uh, uh, the, uh, the scientific community in, uh, in Canada uh, that we can absolutely defend our canola uh, quality and, uh, and uh, the manner in which it's graded and shipped. Uh, we, will, we will fight this with, uh, with every ounce of effort that we can muster. We need a total Team Canada approach. Uh, and in that regard, uh, Ministers Carr and Freeland have uh, already been in very close contact with both Richardsons and Viterra uh, to, uh, to discuss uh, all of the various steps we need to take. Uh, there had been 
a dialogue going on with the Chinese about canola for the last number of months in any event. There was a previous problem that, uh, that we had uh, uh, been successfully addressing with the with scientists from, uh, from China and the scientists from Canada verifying the quality of the, of the Canadian uh, product. That was all before these latest restrictions were imposed. The advantage of that is that we've already got the dialogue going. The conversations have been have been ongoing with the uh, uh, with the uh, uh, with the Chinese already. We will intensify those conversations, uh, and we will work very very closely with the entire Canadian industry uh, and with uh, provincial governments. Uh, uh, Ministers Carr and Bebo will be in the province uh, very shortly. Uh, to, uh, to meet with uh, the Provincial Minister of Agriculture and the Provincial Minister of Trade uh, to ensure that we are not leaving any stone unturned uh, in every effort we can possibly make uh, to, uh, to stop this practice uh, and to restore markets. We don't pretend it will be easy, but the Government of Canada will be relentless in working with all of the Canadian stakeholders to get this done. Goodale says Canada is also consulting with customers in China as well as Canadian officials. Their advice for uh, the, uh, um, the right steps to put in place uh, will, be, uh, will be invaluable. Uh, we, have to, we have to maintain absolute cohesion among Team Canada on this, on this issue. We know on a scientific basis that we are right. Our product is clean and our product uh, can pass any standard test anywhere in the world. Uh, what we have to do is all of us get our shoulder to the wheel and push in the same direction by every, every uh, uh, scientific and diplomatic means uh, possible to win the argument. The key thing is keeping the focus on science because on, on a scientific base, we're sure we'll win. Goodale says the technical contamination has not been shown by Chinese officials. This portion of Saskatchewan Agriculture Today is brought to you by Degelman Industries. Look to Degelman for the most reliable, dependable, engineered tough equipment on the market and the Remax Blue Chip Realty Ag Team of Marcel de Corby and Graham Toth. Online at landforsalesask.ca. Mild March weather has many farmers considering early seeding plans. APAS President Todd Lewis farms in the Gray District south of Regina. He says there's very little snow left on the ground in the southern part of the province. Less and less, and if the forecast ring tree rings through this week, I think everybody's going to be about the same. There's virtually no snow cover at all by the 1st of April, so very unusual. Lewis says while most of the snow is gone, the ground is still frozen. He says farmers might be seeding a few days earlier than normal if the warm weather continues. We're, you know, heavy clay soils here and so on. The frost is really deep this year, and, and uh, I know uh, last week uh, there was a fellow trying to dig in a, a line in his, in his yard, and, and uh, still heavy, heavy frost down down way deep. So I, I don't think, uh, you know, I think we're always shoot for May 1st, and we get a couple, three days on, on the April side, that's, uh, that's a bonus. But uh, really, traditionally, we're, we're May 1st around this part of the country. Lewis's spring rains are going to be crucial. Boy, the southern, you know, southern half of the, of the southern grain belt, uh, anything south of number one highway, just generally speaking, is going to need as much moisture as possible this year. The, the, the uh, soil moisture bank is pretty well emptied out after last year's crop that was growing on very limited rainfall. So no uh, spring rains are going to be important and really timely, timely rains throughout the season, I think, or people are going to be looking for rain throughout the growing season this year. Lewis says a dispute with China has left the canola industry in a state of uncertainty. 
you know, it's always an optimistic time of the year, but uh, with this trade situation, is uh, it's uh, hard to be optimistic. But but uh, you know, we've got a, a lead time here. Uh, you know, going into the into the growing season, that uh, hopefully the industry has has done good in the past as far as finding markets and uh, we grow a product that the world wants. I think, uh, you know, there's weather problems in other parts, some of our competitors, Australia is going through a drought uh, as we speak. So, you know, there, I think the availability of canola may be limited on the world market. So hopefully we'll be able to uh, find new markets. And at the end of the day, when we're dealing with a country like China, that's, you know, we're, we're kind of, it's only cash in a barrel head. There's, uh, you know, trade agreements and everything else seem to go out the window if, uh, if uh, they get their nose out of joint over something, and politics and food don't don't usually mix very well, and this is a perfect example here where producers on on our side aren't very happy, and I'm sure there's uh, end users in in uh, China that aren't very happy that they don't have the good Canadian canola that they've been used to uh, receiving and and uh, using in their products. So it's uh, it's uh, going to take some time. Sounds like to fix this, but uh, we're going to be patient and, and hopefully uh, you know we'll get through it here without without too low of a price on canola and, uh, and uh, you know, that uh, all levers are being pulled, I think, diplomatically and so on to fix this. So let's hope uh, that's what ends up happening. The National Grains Roundtable has endorsed the development of a code of practice for grain farmers, and Lewis says it's worth looking at. Well, I think we're always willing to uh, look at uh, at improvements if a uh, code of practice would improve that, but I don't think farmers are looking for a bunch of extra paperwork or anything, but... Uh, but generally, I think uh, the concept of a code of practice uh, uh, might be something worthwhile looking at. And certainly, uh, you know, I think, uh, you know, we need uh, uh, to uh, be aware that uh, our industry is being watched. And, uh, you know, I think we're, we're uh, providing food to people and uh, people have to be, have to be satisfied that uh, they are getting a safe and reliable food supply. And we certainly have been doing that in Canada. And a code of practice might be part of that. But, but uh, we sure have to see a lot of details before or, uh, you know, can agree to it one way or the other. Todd Lewis is president of the Agricultural Producers Association of Saskatchewan. G3 Canada has announced two new grain elevators to be built in central Alberta. G3 says 42,000-ton capacity grain terminals will be built near Iracana and in Stetler County, Alberta. The facilities will have a railway loop track to accommodate a 150-car unit train and be able to unload a Super B truck in less than five minutes. Construction is planned to start this summer and be complete in 2020. G3 has four other grain elevators under construction, including three in Alberta and another at Maidstone, Saskatchewan, and a new port terminal in North Vancouver. Time now for Market Update, brought to you by Scott Bjornson of Hollis Wealth. For more information or to book a free consultation, call 1-800-284-9999. Grain prices were showing downward movement in early trading this morning. Viterra prices for canola fell 5.30 at 3.85.52. Oats went down a dollar seven at 192.50. Yellow peas declined ten dollars at 240 dollars and 54 cents. Number one red spring wheat dropped 13 cents at 215 dollars. The rest were unchanged. Durham 215.84. Feed barley 192.63. Flax 481.25. Feed wheat, 193.31. On the Minneapolis Grain Exchange, May wheat is down one cent at 5.66 and a quarter cent a bushel. The livestock quotes are brought to you by the Assiniboia and Weyburn Livestock Auctions. Call Assiniboia, 642-4180 or Weyburn, 842-4574. Good afternoon. This is the Yorkton Heartland Livestock Market Report for Wednesday, March the 27th. 
All the pens, all the alleys, every corner in the barn filled with cattle this morning. A big run here, 28.50 in the sort with 400 cows and bulls, a total of 32.50 for the day. D1, D2 cows, 75 to 85, sales to 87, 88. D3 cows, 65 to 75. Cows are averaging 77 cents. Good bulls, 93 to 103, sales to 106, 107. Bulls are averaging 99 cents. On to the pre-sort sale, selling steady to a good demand. Some highlights on the steer side. 500-pound steers, 239. 550s, 235. 650-pound steers, 220. My favorite pen, 700-pound tan steers at 202. 800-pound steers, 190. 850s, 180. And 950-pound steers at 170. On to the heifer side. 450-pound heifers, 215. 500-pounders at 213. 550-pound heifers, $2.00. 650-pound heifers, 191, 700-pound heifers, 178, and 800-pound heifers at 174. This Friday, March the 29th, sheep, lamb, and goat sale, sale time at 11 o'clock this Friday. And the horse sale this Friday afternoon, sale starts at 3 o'clock. We got some quarter horses, some paints, and also some bread mares from one producer. Sale again at 3 o'clock this Friday. Also, pay attention, cattlemen, next Friday, April the 5th, bread cow, and bread heifer sale, also some cow-calf hairs coming in. Total herd dispersal for Michael Jennifer Landego of Sheho, consisting of 135 black, red, Simmental Angus Cross females. These are an excellent set of home-raised females. Next Friday, April the 5th at 11 o'clock. That's it for this week at Heartland Yorkton. I'm Harvey Exner. Have a good day. Now the latest Saskatchewan pork prices. Ham sold 7,100 hogs Tuesday, selling in a range of 159 to 173 per CKG. Today's sales are expected to be around 6,100 head, selling in a range of 164 to 182 per CKG. Ham's cash hog price today is up and four contract prices opened lower this morning. On Tuesday, the Canadian dollar is up 18 basis points with the daily exchange rate at 1.3386. The Canadian dollar is currently trading at 74.50 cents U.S. U.S. cash markets continue to exhibit strength as optimism on future demand for pork in international markets and flooding issues in the U.S. Midwest restricting hog deliveries cited as underlying support. The net value of the carcass is also supportive and is starting to break out of the recent lows and is being led by bellies and ribs. Lean hog futures have backed off from the highs seen last week but are still at very strong levels. The market is now attempting to reconcile the new information that is coming out where it has been reported that China may buy as much as 300,000 metric tons of U.S. pork in an effort to help resolve the ongoing trade war. And once again, the outlook today, mainly cloudy, wind northwest 40 gusting to 60, the high plus 6. Partly cloudy tonight, 30% chance of flurries. And the wind northwest 20 becoming light near midnight, the low minus 7. Tomorrow, mainly sunny with a high of plus 5, the low minus 4. In Regina, cloudy and 6, that's 43 Fahrenheit. That's Saskatchewan Agriculture Today. I'm Jim Smalley. Good afternoon and good farming.